0: You are listening to the podcast of Calvary Church in Irwin, Pennsylvania. For more information, you can visit us online at calvaryirwin.com.
1: And believe that God is going to speak to us out of his word this morning. Say amen in your house. Give a high five. Get a shout out online if you're there and you say God's going to do some great things. This morning... I was thinking about our topic, the battle of disappointment. If there's ever a disappointing year, this year has been that. In fact, this morning, we were so looking forward to get together, and yet many of you are in your homes, and you're watching. We're so glad you're there, but we wish you were here, and I think all of you wish you were here. Disappointment's a part of life. A few years ago, my family and I had planned a trip to Maine. We had lived there for 12 years, and we were so looking forward to going back and visiting our friends that lived up there and going back to uh, see the coast of Maine, which if you've ever been there, it's amazing, it's beautiful. And so we piled in our Honda Odyssey, and we packed the whole thing full, and our whole family was in the van heading toward Maine, and we got about three hours from here. In a little town called Milton, Pennsylvania, along Interstate 80, and all of a sudden smoke started pouring out of our van. We said, "What in the world 's going on here? What was happening?" And so I pulled over and I popped the hood up, and smoke was pouring everywhere. To make a long story short, uh, we ended up seeing that the transmission had overheated and just spewed fluid everywhere. assessing the situation, looking at it said well we can 't drive another nine hours like this so." Uh, we decided to rent a vehicle and go back home. We had planned that trip. We were so looking forward to that trip. We had everything ready. We were on our way. We were going to meet our friends that day. We were going to get in late, but we were going to be there. And in a moment, all that came crashing down. We were disappointed. Disappointment, friends, is a part of life, is it not? Not. Maybe it was a job that you had hoped to get. You had had the first interview and the second interview, and then you get that dreaded email. We have gone another direction. Maybe it was a friendship that you said, yeah, we'll be friends for life, and then they don't return your text messages, and you don't hear from them, and they, somebody that you thought would be a friend for life disappeared. Maybe it was the loss of something valuable to you, and you've looked and looked, and you can't find it. You're so disappointed Maybe it's people somewhere in your life that let you down. And of course, this year, how many graduations, birthdays, and a variety of events have we all looked forward to? And yet, another disappointment. The truth of the matter is, is in life, we will all face disappointment. I didn't come here this morning to preach a depressing message. I'm just preaching real. The reality of life is along the way, one way or another, we are going to face disappointment. And disappointment hurts. Disappointment comes because our expectations have been dashed. We expected this outcome. We expected this job. We expected this relationship. We expected all of these things. And when our expectations don't meet reality, that's when disappointment shows up. I was looking at the Christmas story and reading over it again, as I have many times, and right in the beginning of the Christmas story is disappointment. Here's Mary, a beautiful Jewish girl, minding her own business, going about her life, loving God with all of her heart engaged to Joseph things are going well I mean this is supposed to be a great time of life and it was for Mary and all of a sudden in the middle of her wonderful life an angel shows up and says hey Mary God has chosen you to bear the Messiah you're going to be expecting you're going to be pregnant with the Messiah how is that Lord I've never known a man and yet she was Imagine the incredible joy, because for every Jewish woman to be the one to bear the Messiah was the highest honor ever in Jewish society. And yet at that moment, the horror of, I'm pregnant and I'm not married... And the wrestling of back and forth, okay, okay, this is, this is a good thing. And can you imagine the mental gymnastics she was going through? This is wonderful, and yet it's horrible, and yet it's wonderful, and going back and forth. And then she has the dreaded thought, what am I going to tell Joseph? Joseph. And here Joseph is. He just, he had asked her to marry him. They were excited. We've had a few couples in our church get engaged. What an incredible, exciting time. So exciting. Going to get married. Giving her the ring. We've set the date. We're planning the wedding. Joseph and Mary doing the same thing, getting ready to do that. And then she tells him, "Um, Joseph, I'm pregnant. An angel came to me and told me I'm to bear the Messiah, And I imagine the elation and the horror that went on in Joseph's mind. I mean, that's incredible. You're going to be the one to bear the Messiah? An angel showed up and told you that? That's amazing. Uh Uh-oh. But people are going to think, and people are going to talk. And the Scripture tells us in Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 and 19, now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed or engaged to Joseph... Before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. He loved Mary with all of his heart. But in that society, that was not acceptable. And so Joseph said, I'm going to do the most honorable thing here. I'm not going to shame Mary. I love her. I'm not going to make a big spectacle of this, but we're just going to quietly separate and, and everything will be okay. Wait a minute. This was supposed to be the high point. We're engaged. We're getting ready to get married. How is this going to work? He was wrestling with all that. And many of you, I'm sure, in dealing with disappointment, you have wrestled with, this is good, but it's bad, and you don't know what to do, and you're struggling with all of that. And I imagine Joseph was in that place where he was trying to figure out what to do. And while he was sleeping, an angel came to him and spoke to him and said, hey, Lee, this, is, this is of God it's going to be okay. Don't do what you plan to do. Maybe you can identify with that pain. Maybe you can identify with trying to figure out what to do in the middle of your disappointment. What can you do to try to deal with where you are? Joseph was doing the best he could, trying to figure it all out. I think there's a couple of things that we have to do when we face disappointment. And You know, if you could raise your virtual hand and say, yeah, I faced a little bit of disappointment this year, I'll raise both because I've faced it as well. The first thing you have to do is face it. In any difficulty, in any problem you face, and especially in disappointment, you have to face it head on. Psalm 34 says this in verses 17 and 18, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. And he delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. He saves, though, he's close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. I'm sure that you would agree with me this morning that in the middle of your disappointment, sometimes it's not just, oh, that's too bad. Sometimes that disappointment is absolutely crushing it takes everything out of you. It takes the wind out of your sails. It takes the drive out of where you were going. It takes everything out of you. And the Bible says this, yes, you're going to be disappointed, but he says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. That's a great promise to have this morning, that he is close to us, that he knows our pain, that he knows what we're going through, he knows our disappointment, and he is able to be there and close to us when we don't understand, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. What a beautiful thing. God knows he is there. Well, why didn't he stop it? Well, that's a whole different theological discussion, but part of the curse of sin in this world is disappointment. But in the middle of that, God will never disappoint you. You have to face it head on. Because what happens is is we get trapped in the loop of disappointment. Well, they let me down once, they'll let me down again. I'll apply for that job, but I'm sure that they won't give it to me. How many times have I been passed over before? Oh, 2020 really was a terrible year. Probably 2021 is going to be just as bad. Anybody ever got caught in that negative loop where you just perpetuate the disappointment and you start looking for the disappointment? You have to step back and face it head on and say, I choose at this moment to acknowledge, one, yes, I've been disappointed. I've been hurt. I've been lied to. I am broken. But God is close to the brokenhearted. Amen? The second thing we have to do is move forward. If you don't face it head on, you will never move past disappointment. There's situations that happen in life that you have no control over, that you can't fix, that you can't make it work, and if you stay there, you're gonna be trapped in that loop of disappointment. You have to face it head on and say, you know what? This has happened to me, but I've gotta move forward. I've got to take a step from this place. I cannot stay in this place uh, there's a great story in the scripture of uh, a, a person who lived in the the, uh, the land of Ono. and what a great sermon that is! Living in the place of Oh No, Oh No, you can't stay there anymore. Oh No, you can't stay in that place of disappointment because what happens is is not only does it stay with you, but it starts to spread to others, and that negativity just gets bigger and bigger. My daughter graduated from high school this year. My youngest daughter. And right after the COVID shutdown, say, what kind of graduation are we going to have? Well, it certainly wasn't the one that we were looking at. It was whoever we could pack in our car and stay in the car and tune to the radio to listen and watch. Some people didn't even get that. And I stood back and said, you know, boy, I'm disappointed. I wanted to hear the, the marching song, and I wanted to see my daughter march across the stage and all that, and I missed some of that. We, she did march across the stage at a distance from us, and we're listening on the radio, but it was, it was not the same, and I was disappointed for her that she didn't get the graduation that she wanted, and many of you can identify with that. You could sit here and say, you know, well, just keep rehashing that, well, it's a terrible year, it's a terrible graduation. Well, hey, they finished high school. It all depends on how you look at it. Move forward. But the biggest trap that we fall into is reliving and rehashing the past over and over and over again. And if you get stuck there, you will never trust again. You'll never move forward. You will never hope again. Isaiah says, In chapter 43, verse 18 and 19, don't remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. A better translation says, I am doing a fresh thing. A fresh thing. Hey, listen. Some of those disappointments are stale and old. Let them go. Let God do something fresh in your life. Let him do something fresh in your situation. Let him bring something new to you. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. What an impossibility that is. And yet God is saying, you know what? As you start to move forward, I will make a path for you. I will bring water in the desert. I will be there when you look to me and you stop looking at the past and you start looking forward. I'm going to move forward. Yes, I acknowledge that happened. Yes, I acknowledge the pain of yesterday. Yes, I acknowledge that that hurt. Yes, I acknowledge that I've been failed and disappointed, but I cannot stay there. I have got to move forward. So let's embrace that. God, I want you to do a fresh thing in my life today. I want you to do something fresh and help me to move forward beyond the things that have kept me trapped. If you believe that God loves you and has a great plan for your life, then focus on that. Stop going back. Stop looking back. And third, we have to put our hope in the right place. We had to put our hope in the right place. If I could have a show of hands this morning, I would, but uh, I can't see your hands. Uh, but uh, maybe you can acknowledge online, say, yes, 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 that's me, that you have um, put your hope sometimes in the wrong place. You have been disappointed by people. You have been disappointed by jobs. You have dis- been disappointed by situations. Yeah, that's me. That's me. I've been disappointed. I've been let down. I've been lied to. I've been, you name it. The Proverbs Chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and don't lean or put your confidence in your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Put your hope in the Lord. We, we, when we trust ourselves with things, you know what? We, we disappoint ourselves. I put my hope in the Lord. I don't rest and put my confidence in my own understanding. I bet there's a lot of people out there this morning and say, you know what, there's just things that I don't get, that I don't understand, that I, you know, how did this happen? How in the world could this happen to me? And that disappointment overwhelms you. And the Lord's saying to you, me, trust in me with all of your heart. Don't put your confidence in your understanding, but acknowledge me. I'll show you which way to go. I'll show you the direction to go. This morning, I could stand here and tell you stories from my life, and if I was to invite you up, I'm sure you could tell me stories of your life where you've been disappointed when people let you down, when you had hoped for one thing, and it didn't turn out that way at all. Maybe you're watching this morning and you're in your home, and, You're facing disappointment right now beyond what you can even bear. First of all, just remember that you have other believers in Christ that want to pray for you and would love to encourage you during this difficult time. But two, God says, I'm not going to leave you, and I won't forsake you. He's got you in the middle of your disappointment. In our story this morning, I'm sure Joseph was disappointed. He was distraught. But something happened that changed that. When the angel of the Lord came and spoke to him and said, hey, listen, this is of me. This is of my doing, and it's going to be all right. There's something about looking to the Scriptures. There's something about listening to the Holy Spirit when he says, it's going to be all right. The situation didn't change, but God changed him in the situation. And as he stepped back, I'm sure later on in his life where he said, I could have put Mary away, but I didn't. And he stepped back and looked at his life as he was older. I am sure, we don't see it in the Scriptures, but I'm sure he said, I am so glad I didn't. Because not only did we have Jesus, and I had an opportunity to be part of raising Emmanuel, God with us, But God gave us a beautiful family as well. We know that there were brothers and sisters after that. And the beauty of that, and what we can't see right now, friend, in the middle of our disappointment, is what God's got ahead for us. You can't see what God's got ahead. But when we trust him with all of our heart, we have this confidence that he's got us, that we're in the palm of his hand. So, this morning, what is your disappointment? What's your struggle? Can you make the choice today to face it, decide to move forward, place your life in God's hands? Maybe you're watching this morning and you have never made a decision to follow Christ. And you say, you know, I've faced disappointment, I've been stuck in this loop for far too long. You know what? God loves you more than you can even grasp or understand. I want to tell you this morning, if you make a decision to follow him, you don't have to pray any particular prayer. You can just say, God, I want you in my life. And God will hear you and meet you where you are. And he will help you walk through the most disappointing times of your life. And the Bible says he will give beauty for ashes he'll give the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. In other words, he'll take care of you and he'll help you to walk through those times. If you make a decision like that this morning, we would love to hear you. You can text us at new to jesus at 55498. Pray that prayer right in your house. Talk to God. It's a conversation. It's not any particular words that you say. It is just you opening your heart and saying, God, I need you in my life. Whatever that looks like, I need you in my life. And if you make that prayer this morning, would you message us and let us know that, text us. Our hope is in Jesus this morning, the author and the finisher of our faith. And as our worship team comes to the platform, they're going to sing a song that walks you from a place of discouragement to a place of hope. Let me wrap this message up with this. Don't let today's disappointment cast a shadow on tomorrow's dream. Let me say that one more time. Don't let today's disappointment cast a shadow on tomorrow's dream. As the worship team prepares to sing this song this morning, this is one of my favorite songs and it really faces disappointment head on. Walking around these walls, I thought by now. Oh, anybody, I'm feeling a preach coming on. I thought by now they'd fall. Anybody ever been in that place? You thought by now it would have straightened out. You thought by now it would have worked out, and it hasn't. But the next line in that song is the one that grabs my heart and moves me. But you have never failed me yet. And God will never fail you. He will never leave you. And in the middle of your disappointment that you are bound to face in life along the way, know this, that God will never let you go. Worship with the worship team this morning. This
0: is Pastor Nick Pohl, the lead pastor at Calvary. We're so glad you joined us for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the message. At Calvary Church, we're passionate about leading people into an overflowing life with Jesus. We would love the opportunity to connect with you on your faith journey and hear what God is doing in your life or join you in prayer for any needs you might have. You can visit us online at calvaryirwin.com or send us an email at info at On our website, you'll find previous week's messages, a list of upcoming events, as well as resources designed to help you take those next steps on your journey of faith. See you next week and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.